Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. You guys ever out on the trail and you're like, man, I wish I had some more food. I just, I wish there was some way to like just grab and go. I just need to grab and go. But you know, guys, there is a way to grab and go now. You're out of snacks. Your Ziplocs are empty. You don't want to stop and take off that pack to get that snack out. You don't need to worry about it because now there's friend meal. Food collected from friends' beards around the world. Carl didn't say they were your friends, but hey, when you're hungry, you're hungry. These are sold at Walmart behind the baby wipes. Look for friend meal. What's up, B&B? This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who prefers to shave one half of his beard against the grain while the other is with the grain, <laughs> Carl Mandrioli. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Yeah, so I got the beard, man. I, I don't know... You working I've been keeping it? it to avoid acne from wearing masks this year. So oh, okay. I, yeah, so I want to shave it, but I might have to wait. Sensitive till. skin, Carl. Is that what we call it? I you? think. Yeah, you think I'm the only with acne from wearing masks all year? Are you I'm serious? Not saying that. I just incorrect. How much incorrect. skincare do you do on your face, Carl? You know, do you wash your face? Maybe that's part <laughs> of the problem. You know, I don't know. They have this thing called soap. Speaking of cleanliness. With us today is Derek Somerville, the only man who brings pajama bottoms and slippers but won't splurge on a second pair of underwear. Ah, no need. I already have them. I yeah. just don't bring them. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you actually own a second pair. That's important to note. Thank you for that. Oh, well, at least two. Yeah. Yeah. So the splurge concept here, this could go into a couple different areas where you're splurging with right. you know bring heavier stuff luxury mm. items maybe mm-hmm. things that cost more all yep. sorts of stuff yep but i got some stuff that's gonna make your trip better what about you well i mean uh there's it's easy to go with the light the lightweight route right yeah you can just say like oh get lighter this and lighter that which is true i think it will definitely make your trip better but there are those things that are outside of the realm of norm. So I'm curious mm. to see what you come up with. I kind of want to hear you go first today because I kind of want to just mock, let the mockeries begin immediately. Okay, so, so you, you before, before hearing my list, you already think my list is not very good. No, I didn't say that. I'm saying I'm going to look for opportunities to mock. And if I don't find any, I don't find any. You're, but. you're feisty tonight. Wow, all right. <laughs> I'm feisty every night. <laughs> Both pairs of my underwear are dirty, Carl. Yes, I'm feisty. Okay. Regardless of whether your answers are good or not, I'll make fun of them. Okay, nice. <laughs> That's not what I said at all. <laughs> I give so. you credit when your answers are good, my friend. I said if I don't find anything to critique, I won't. I mean, are you listening? Okay. Where's Taysom? Taysom's a good you. listener. Where were you? 
That's true. Come on. <laughs> Still okay. Uh, Bible verse for the episode yeah. from Psalm 119. May your unfailing love be my comfort according to your promise to your servant. Key word there being comfort. Is the Lord's unfailing love sufficient comfort for you? Yeah. yeah. Is, is it not for you? Do you need more? <laughs> what do you need, Kyle? Like, do I need a blanket? Do you need a, like a quilt? Something? I don't know. Better don't socks. Know. So, so you are comforted in all times, in times of suffering, in times of need. Uh, I mean, there's moments where, you know, you don't feel that way, but I think yeah. eventually, yeah, I'm led back to that for sure. Yeah. In my experience. I think, th- yeah, I think this verse is a reminder for that, that sometimes, yeah, I don't think that's always true for me. I think that my priorities are not always lined up correctly. So I could be weak in this area. I would agree with that. This is one of the rare times where, like, I typically use the Bible verse and I throw a question at you and you typically respond you don't normally throw the question back at me this is rare you know i gotta throw you off your game sometimes though as best yeah. i can it's uh it's challenging you could call it throwing somebody off their game or you could call it just basic conversational skills right you know sometimes i'm thinking while you're asking this stuff so i'm thinking <laughs> of other things about later later things in the episode so that might have been one of those moments so i apologize fair enough fair enough Keep- all right so I'm kind of all over the place in my list. I've got areas where they're truly yeah. splurge areas. You can make the case for yes. never bringing these things. And then there's some that, you know, just right. kind of slightly improve or some things that, I, you know, that I just kind of saw suggested out there in my own research that I think people would appreciate, right. but I don't necessarily bring. So I'm kind of all over the place. You, you wanted me to go first? You going to start with the snake bite kit? What are you, what are you starting with? Oh my goodness, yes. I like that one. The <laughs> no. one they, they're still making Sawyer. How dare you? I can't I believe it. We had that guy from Sawyer on uh, oh, like right. a year ago. I right. should have asked him about that. That would have been a great question. He, although he was not taking suggestions. I was telling him he needed to have better bags, and he's like, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're good. We're still here. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I don't care if they break. It doesn't matter. People aren't, you know. We get the like, name. You could make more money, though. You can make better bags and just charge a little more. He's like, no, thanks. Yeah. So that was kind of funny. But um, all right. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? Okay, so I'm going to start with, with something that I mentioned. It's been a while, so I don't know how, how long. You can you can probably remind me how, how recently I mentioned this one. But oh. this is definitely something that might be heavier in your pack day one. And that is bringing perishable food Ooh. for the first night Ooh. of backpacking. Ooh. Even better if you can cook it over the fire. So I'm thinking like hamburgers. I'm thinking hot dogs. Yeah. It, it's amazing to have that uh, out there. So, so magical. Yeah. So, so magical. I'll tip, and I brought salmon too. Like I'll, I'll just have it frozen and then I'll put it in the middle of my pack. And it's not even typically fully thawed by the time we get to to camp i'm surprised you don't do this more yeah i typically will do it when we when i can drive to our location mm. so it's, it's been a few years yeah so you know going with you but um yeah so yeah next couple trips i'm, I'm driving so i'll probably bust that out for sure I, i'm i was debating doing that for our patreon trip so okay I mean, well I mean, I do what, were you, what were you gonna bring i don't know i'm just thinking of you know mixing okay, up we'll, we'll talk we can talk about it later but i might bring you know we don't have a campfire going in the desert there, but we can definitely can bring an extra pan for the stove. The stove though will will suffice. Yeah, we, we, bring, we might have to bring a little extra fuel or something though. I don't know. We'll see. That's fine. We'll we'll figure it out. But the key is, and this is going to sound super obvious, but yeah. I have a story to suggest that it's not. Is is that if you bring something perishable, specifically mm. like some sort of meat product, yeah, that you consume it night one, mm. okay, mm-hmm. you don't want to save some for the second night. That would be a bad idea. We had somebody do that with hot dogs, and it did no. not. 
it, it, it literally ended at the hospital. That seems like normal thought pattern. You wouldn't want to keep meat overnight, not yeah. refrigerated, and then eat it. Yeah, I will take. Am I, am I am I out of line there saying that? Is that? It seems obvious, but I will take partial credit because when it was happening, I mean, it was a large group, and so when it, the larger the group, the less meticulous I am about paying attention to everybody's little details. But I and others should have spoken up if they had noticed that happening, and they did not. So wow. there you go. Yeah, a memory to be had that I'm glad I wasn't a part of. But you were not um, a part of that one for sure. Yeah, so it's too bad. There you go. Meat. Okay, starting strong. Uh, <laughs> meat like it. it's what's for dinner <laughs> um my okay my i'm gonna start off strong too i'm gonna go with the outdoor shower i feel like it, <laughs> yeah okay, this this is something that you researched or that you're legitimately suggesting this is a splurge item like you tell me they sell them they obviously no, no, sell there's them. a million splurge items but these are ones that we actually think are worth considering well, are you? I mean, would I'm you? Would you? Your suggestion. Would you consider it? Okay. Well, you. I don't think you like to sh- see. This is a bad one to bring up because I don't think you, in general, like to bathe that much. But oh my goodness! I, <laughs> I don't wear underwear, but I'm making fun of you for smelling I, nice. <laughs> nice. I wear underwear. Get me wrong. So. <laughs> What I think is funny about it is like if the, if it's a certain type of trip, like you're, we're going on two out and backs. Yeah. So you're probably not going to do anything anyway, and we have to carry our own water, which is completely absurd. Yeah. I, you know, you might as like, you know, carry a little bit more water, have a nice shower day one. Right. Would you consider doing that? I went backpacking with a guy on the John Muir yeah. Trail who was very clean and. He yeah. was willing to carry one of those portable, like those solar showers with him for the whole trail. He's like, every couple of days, he's like, I gotta, I just gotta take a shower. He's really? like, this is going to be too hard on me. And and we hit these checkpoints, which had showers. So it wasn't like you're going the whole time without a shower, but certainly right. days and the second half of the trail for sure. So yeah, the first leg of the trip, it might've been the second leg. So we we're maybe 60 miles in. He realized how horrible it was and he got rid of it when we hit, you know, like a store or something. So he just ditched it. He ditched it. For those of you that know the John Trail, he ditched it at Red's Meadow, traveling uh, north to south. So he oh. he realized that it, like it was just not feasible to have that. Not just not good. Not good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I love being clean. I love showering. I love the feeling of being clean. But when you're out there on the trail, it's like let's just throw all that away for a few days. Yeah. I mean, to be yeah. honest with you. So yeah. So so your suggestion is don't bring a shower for a luxury item, correct? That's my yeah. Don't do it. But I think you would. I think you would. No, I wouldn't. I don't think we would. But I think people, I I just find it comical, the people that that do buy those. I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping most people that bring these things are going to be like camping in the same spot for multiple days. Yeah. That, oh, that, okay. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I would do that. So I think what you have to do then is for your answers, clarify, this is something that you suggest or something that you've just found that other people like to do and... Okay, I'll say this. I would bring this. If like our last, one of our, our, our trip to Thousand Island Lake where we were there for multiple days, but we yeah. had an amazing lake there, right? So there's no need to do it. If you know you're not right. going to be near or you're going to be camping far from the lake, I don't know. I, I, I would find a way to bring something like this and shower. Maybe that'd be kind of cool. If you're going to be there for multiple days. Yeah, especially if you're taking the the non-adventure days, the layover days, for sure. So, okay, so one thing that we've talked about, we haven't done a full episode. We've actually had a request to do a full episode on this, but I don't know that we have enough material, is the the camp games. And 
you've mm. referenced you know card mm. games you've referenced bocce mm. ball they have the portable bocce ball and so so that we right. talked about that but yeah definitely if you've got some significant time in camp this is this can be fun if you're part of a group for sure and so they're actually coming out with they're kind of bulky but some pretty lightweight games i've seen like you know in the the aisle at the outdoor store where they're just like you know trying to sell you as you're walking right. to the checkout lane they have they have the the horseshoes that you fill up with water i think i saw those you know so you can yep. use the lake. They have the, um, what was it? I think I saw Frisbee golf. Disc actually. golf. Yeah, Frisbee golf for people that don't play disc golf. Lawn darts. Um, so yeah, seen, yeah, they have all that stuff. And and it's bulky. Some of that stuff's bulky. It is, but it is. If you're not going that far, you can you can make it work. Uh, one thing that one of our guys, Jared, brings is he brings a Frisbee. Yeah. Not for disc golf, but just to throw around. Yeah. And if you really want to, you know, find dual uses with stuff that could serve as a plate <laughs> that's true that is true <laughs> not at the same time hopefully no that'd be hard. no that's good so, um so camp games i like that one i'm gonna go with a thicker sleeping or maybe wider sleeping pad um i have have boasted how much i need i got the bony hips i need at least like two two to two and a half inches um right but you know, if I had the opportunity, I would maybe get the old three incher. I might, pop, I might pop that puppy out or or something bigger. Okay. But I think you know, um, you know, if you're camping, maybe you maybe you throw in like a mattress and you're glamping. I don't know, but um, mm. but it, you know, sleep is huge. So if you are somebody who like values the sleep and you want like a thicker pad, and you yeah. have some downtime, or you're going on a shorter mileage trip, um, you know, maybe consider something like that. So I think that this is this could be for all trips. I think because I think, well, m- most high end sleeping pads I think are going to be two and a half inches thick at this point, but they're not all going to be wide and luxuriously wide where you can kind of just roll around and not you know fall off or have part of your body fall right. off. And I think that adding anywhere from three to five ounces to your pad that's pretty significant. But if it's going to give you the you know more similar nature to your bed at home kind of sleep, I think it's worth. This it is sure. one area you can afford more weight if if sleep is a big issue for you you know right and i yeah i have the two and a half inches thick pad that was i actually bought the woman's version because it was lighter weight and more tapered at the feet i'm like i don't need my feet to have that much space and then i happened upon one that was just wider definitely heavier and i get better sleep so so you didn't you didn't notice any heat loss on your like calves down or feet area if you're not on the sleeping mat like, they were still on there. I just wasn't spreading out as, as much as I normally do. So that's, that was the issue. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah, so I'm going to give you thumbs up on this one. Thumbs up. Better well, answer. Thing. I didn't know we were ranking. I didn't know we yeah. were ranking, yeah. but we are thank now. you. Um, we are now. Proceed. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to do... Okay, so I've got one. I'm going to kind of combo one. I've done one of yeah. these things, and I think I sort of have done both of these things. So some people like yeah. to bring a book to read, right? So okay. maybe like a okay. novel, maybe Fellowship okay. of the Ring. I don't know. And some people like to bring Ooh. something to write with, like to journal, to write down thoughts they've had, ideas, or just kind of, you know, tracking the trip and kind of highlights and so, so on and so forth. So right. if you want to take the journal to your next level, you could write down episode ideas for our back, for our, for backpacking blisters for the podcast. Or I could just put them in the notepad on my phone. and do You could do that as well. Phone. You could write down creative intros for Derek to help him out. <laughs> <laughs> that's true you know i uh 
That's that's what I, I enjoy doing yeah. that actually. But I don't know. I, I think bringing the actual notepad, I, and it's funny because you've teased me like when we're actually doing our podcast recording, um, a little behind the scenes is I actually use a pad and paper visually right. to read and look at stuff, which I don't I don't think you do, right? You you no, use, I've got you're the, more like digital. Got the Google Doc going for sure. And so for me, I like it. Yeah. yeah so I, I think some people like, I, I actually what you're saying about just, you know, types, type ideas or thoughts in your phone. You could totally do that. You could do the voice memo app and just kind of do like a audio journal yeah. for sure. But some people just prefer the pen and paper, you know, just to kind of the more rustic feel of things. It's just, you know, more relaxing. You're not using technology and right. so on and so forth. So right. Book book and journal concept, I think, is is a relaxing way to to add a splurge area like to your trip. Okay, so yeah. one of my last ones is if you are one of these, uh, we got this one from Nate. Um, if you're one of these coffee crazy people, coffee um, crazy people, coffee you crazy, and you're like, I wake up in the morning, I gotta have my coffee, right? Which I was reading the other day, actually, Carl. I don't know if you knew this, that apples give you more energy than coffee. Apparently, apples so. have caffeine. I don't know of all <laughs> the reasons. I don't know of all the reasons why I'm reading this health thing, and they're like, apples are going to give you more energy than coffee. Oh my you know, gosh. let let the emails begin. Yeah. Let the comments begin. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I heard. Anyway, um, coffee press, <laughs> coffee press. Uh-huh. Um, like the like. I think uh, did Nolan bring a French coffee press one time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So coffee press is definitely like one of those luxurious item that you can bring on a trip if you have like a coffee issue which are you a coffee guy you're not really no. a coffee guy. i think i mean people are definitely bringing those you know the, like the starbucks vias and that kind of thing i'm not a coffee guy. i will say because no. i saw this from yeah from nate from colorado springs uh he, he kind of gave us some suggestions for this episode which we very much appreciate and so he mentioned the uh the coffee press and so i actually looked up one to see just how much they weighed and and this is an attachment to you know the older jet right. oil the the flash right. that weighs yep. 1.3 ounces it's not too bad. No, no, not not bad at all. So you obviously have you you have a pretty heavy stove setup at that point anyway. But if you yeah. like your coffee for sure, uh, what is an apple weigh? Well, you know, I had a necklace of four of them. So exactly, they weren't they weren't light. I'll just say that. No, so I that's. But you can yeah, burn the that's... apple core, so that's a plus. You know, you took a good answer and made it worse with your apple fact. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I read. I don't think it's true, but I don't know. I'm not a coffee guy. I'm more. I, you know what's funny about coffee is I, I love the smell of coffee, love it, but mm. can't stand the taste of it. Yeah, I'm not. A, yeah, I'm not a coffee so. guy either. And yeah, for sure. So I, I think, but getting that caffeine boost in the morning can definitely get you going, especially if it's a cooler morning. Drink the coffee, not the yeah, not the gloves. I'm always a fan of just splash a little water from the river on my face and I'm ready to go. Yeah. So. For sure. You got one more? What do you got? I've got a few more. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you some ones that I found. Well, yeah, I'll give you kind of some 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 quickies for okay. sure. But I've got, uh, this one is a way to make your trip more fun and lighten your pack. Ooh. This is a way where you can add something to your pack literally and lighten it at the same time balloons correct correct but specifically helium filled balloons okay (laughs) (laughs) three filled balloons can alleviate 1.5 ounces off your back which is about the same weight as your coffee Hmm. press right there there you go okay so imagine how many helium balloons or you know how you know how many pounds you could have the more helium balloons you add 
I mean, now, I don't know... Okay, two things. One, you want to get the Mylar balloons, not the latex. That's cool. Dude, how, how do you know this? This is like all my research right here. That is crazy. I, I have friend. kids. Anyway, um, so the second <laughs> thing is, uh, I don't know if you guys, if you ever saw the the magician David Blaine did the, 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 the stunt where he flew up in the air attached to like 100-something balloons, mm, and he went up like 25,000 feet just okay. attached to balloons. So... It was interesting. Wait, he's a magician, science. so did he really go up twenty five thousand feet? No, it wasn't a magician trick. It was more of like a stunt. Okay. But he had like a team of scientists and like no, the number one hot air balloon guy with him, and the science behind it was mind boggling. But yeah, the balloons. I mean, it's a, it's legit. Like yeah. if I could see us just attaching like ten mylar helium balloons to our backs, and yeah. why not? So the the downside is that if you go through a forest, then they get caught in the trees. But what if you? knew where you were going and you had enough you calculated enough balloons to where all you have to do is just not even wear your pack and you just carry it with a like a tether <laughs> i mean how cool would you be it would be a lot of balloons it would be would that be automatic strider what would that be yeah that would be similar to you know like talking about the up house amount of balloons for sure yeah so i i will share that you know we have like this tradition at my house for easter where we're like i i give i have one egg that's like extra hard to find I started yeah. it when the kids were really, I like, I taped it really high on the wall where they couldn't reach. And then ever since then, it sort of just became a tradition. So this year I, um, we have this like really tall swing set in our backyard. And so I, I, you know, had this really long string. I bought some helium filled balloons and I put the, I attached the eggs to the balloons so that it could like fly way up in the air and they had to figure out how to get it down. And yeah. so I learned a lot about, you know, how, how quickly the helium will leave the regular balloons oh, and yeah how quickly they can get popped by things like pine trees because that happened to me <laughs> <laughs> oh so, that sounds great yeah so i think that you definitely would have to, to to take care but because in that the movie up they right. they didn't use like the mylar balloons or at least that's not they used like the typical balloons right right that was fake my friend there was a lot of movie magic so, going on in that movie such, just just such lies just yeah total yeah. lies so so don't try that at home adults. i won't i'm not yeah. gonna do it yeah, so, yeah, just a for fun one. And it's kind of fun. You see, see somebody walking down the trail with balloons or a floating backpack? That's fun, right? If I can walk down the trail with balloons and, like, it's attached to my apple or my banana, mm-hmm. I'm a legend right there. In my I want, okay, so you'd have to, okay, just to clarify, you'd have to have a ton of balloons to actually make your pack float. Mm. So give me the scenario where you could drive to a trailhead with that many balloons stuffed into a vehicle. You don't, what if you brought the helium with you, though? Oh my gosh! That, you know, that's you like a, next level. Throw next. a tank or two in the back, and boom, okay. boom, there you go. So we're about ready to go. We're about ready to start our hike. And you're like, hang on, guys. I need about thirty minutes to fill balloons. Yeah, well, knowing our group, I'll be ahead of the game. That's so, true. That's true. Uh, I don't have anything to worry about. You know. Okay. Well, um, we've got. Yeah, we've got some good stuff coming up on our trips. You mentioned bringing um, rubber dish gloves that you'd be willing to wear for oh, half yeah. a day. I would, yeah. And then you got the balloons. If you can get a hold of a helium tank, I don't even know how you get a hold of one of those. I'm sure it's uh, possible. I, yeah, they have them at, uh, what is it? Target's got them. Helium tanks. That, helium that can tanks. fill enough balloons to make your backpack float. Well, I'd have to buy a few tanks, but but yes. Okay. How much do tanks cost? I think they were like 20 bucks. I could fill up, I don't know how many balloons it was, but. So if you're talking like 60 bucks. That might be worth it, actually. You're, you're going to spend... <laughs> I think you're going to have to spend, uh, I mean, a couple hundred bucks on tanks. To, to lift a backpack? Okay. At least. I mean, it's going to... I don't know. It depends on we'll, how you We'll start a GoFundMe is. page for the floating backpack. 
Let's do it. Not really. That would be I would do silly. It. I'd feel bad about that actually. Okay, so yeah. that was my that was my um, hypothesis type answer for some for making it more fun, kind of yeah. splurging but also helping at the same time. So we'll see if anybody's mm. actually up for trying that. Please let us know if, if you actually want to try that science experiment. Uh, we've got kind of other splurge areas I, I came across. Obviously, we, we talked about bringing bringing like a full bag of chips, storing that yep. thing on top. That's definitely yep. a splurge area that I think you can enjoy. Um, some people bring what's called the sleep socks sleep socks sleep socks where they just change they have their socks just for sleeping so maybe they clean their feet like in a stream and they're just going to put on fresh pair of socks for sleeping it feels oh so good according to it them. does it does feel good yep. Yep. Um, some people have the sleep underwear not you sleep underwear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then of course there's the the infamous spoon sleeve you want to keep your spoon away from other things in your pack mm. so you have a stuff sack just for your spoon I do not recommend that. I think that's excessively silly. Yeah. And uh, if you want to, you know, go with the oversized stuff, not just the sleeping pad, you can go with an oversized tent. This is also suggested uh, by Nate from Colorado Springs. Yeah. Just kind of gives you more luxurious, um, you know, nighttime. Carl's more of a dip the spoon in the Giardia River and just, you know, lick Giardia it off. Giardia River, yes. Giardia River. Yes. And, um, you know, lick it off and uh, go about your day. That's kind of what you're... And you've, you've made it this far, so kudos to you. You know? <laughs> never gotten to yard yet <laughs> i know guy. thankfully it'll be a yeah and i've dipped in plenty of times not with my spoon though so yeah i don't usually typically rehydrate with my spoon T- tmi carl tmi okay um thank you thank yeah. you so yeah. so that yeah. was good i've like got it. yeah i think we've got some good stuff some things for for folks to consider i've got some splurge trivia coming up and if there's time i also have a story I got a couple stories for okay. you that uh, one involves a, a confrontation when I went out for a bike ride. Oh, that sounds fun. Let's do that. Yeah, I just I just explained in the last episode how I'm actually really nice and peaceful typically, and not typically aggressive in conversations. And now I'm talking about a confrontation. Excellent. But, Excellent. Yeah, you can you can be the judge. This is gonna be kind of <laughs> like a what would you do in this. So we'll get to that here right after this. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal develop high-quality, technically sound products, and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Splurge trivia, my friend. Splurge trivia. So here we go. Let me have it. This is going to be, this is kind of just, are you paying attention really? 
Are there any osp are there any osprey jokes in here? No. <laughs> there should have been. There should have been. There should have been. You last okay, noted. last trivia you had was your it was basically like was I paying attention during, you know, the interview that I conducted with Tayson. So now I'm, I'm kind of throwing it back at you. True. Are, are you paying attention? I like it. Number All 1, right, name three areas that I, I've oh. actually splurged in. Oh, jeez. Okay, lighter backpack. You have the go light. Is that considered splurge? Splurge. Splurge is like no, oh you're, well you have a high budget so you're like you have an Osprey budget um let's oh see oh my gosh okay <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, we're already over one but keep trying <laughs> um does it have to do anything to do with your fashion <laughs> <laughs> stop combining episodes <laughs> did you get better clothes no you don't have better clothes you got some new rain pants did you splurge is that considered splurging okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's revisit some things that you've accused me of packet gourmet food okay splurge sure that's a one that's a one all right that's one i'll take that because that is a little more expensive did you buy some of those you bought some uh they sent us some but i would i'd probably okay. buy some i might buy some for the next trip i'm the, I'm the baby yeah. okay I don't know. I, I'm, I, who knows with you? I don't know what you consider splurging. I mean, clearly your, right. your budget. Yeah, who knows? We just did a whole episode on that. Like, how am I supposed to know what splurging is? What do you got? What's your answers? Right. So you accused me of not listening to you very well. And then we just did a whole episode outlining things. And I was exactly. sharing as we were going things that I've actually done. So all you simply have to do is cite back to me what I've already talked about. Okay, go ahead. So I talked about the sleeping pad, how I had, you know, like I, I decided to get a wider sleeping pad. We talked about bringing games. Wait, I talked about the sleeping pad. Yeah, and I told I told you that I had like the tapered one where I ended up getting a bigger one, a wider one. That's a look. Okay. okay. All right. It's you all had right. the it's lady right. sleeping pad for like forever. You gonna... We're just, we're just going to move on. Okay. We're going to go right, to number go two. Am I more likely to splurge on upgrading gear, bringing higher quality food, or traveling to faraway places Ooh. what do you think if i had to choose one area to emphasize splurging what would i choose i'm gonna say uh, and you mentioned this you should i'm gonna say one. faraway places that is correct that is correct oh i mean i don't know how you wouldn't yeah. do that well i if there's a new place to go and we can do it we're gonna go we my All argument right. is that I am at the tail end of my prime, probably just way past my prime. I'm just refusing to admit it. So I, I want to tackle some of these areas while I still have the legs to tackle them. And so I want to go to the faraway places. And it's not yeah. it's not always easy to get guys to go with you, as, as you and I have discussed. We've been trying to plan this it Alaska isn't. trip, and it is tough. It's hard. It's, it's tough hard. to get people to go. It's almost like you're just going to have to just say, you know what, sorry, some of our favorite guys can't go but we gotta right. do this right you know might just have to yeah, come down we'll to just it. throw it out to the people you know listening to the podcast like who wants to go to alaska you have to pay for us just kidding <laughs> that's what he would say he would say that guys so don't be just kidding i would never do that carry my rubber gloves and he could pay for his trip there you go <laughs> all right uh number three i i promised a few episodes ago that like i just really love when you have to define things like come up with a definition so what's the definition for splurge <laughs> to over exuberantly spend in a lavish capacity okay would be splurge that's that's i'll take it yeah spend or in our case bring bring items that might be heavier unnecessary yeah, unnecessary lavish uh, i figured if i just do a huge amount of over 
you know, uh, descriptive adjectives, right. it would be yeah. fine. You've got so. some good adjectives. I'll take it. Nice. Yeah. Two right. for three pass, my friend. Didn't start well, but it ended right. well. So I bombed on purpose to finish strong. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I've got two stories, not super long stories, that probably, I don't yeah. know if they would make me look bad, but they probably do. So I don't know. You can tell me. You can tell me what you would have done in the situation, okay? I will. Okay. So It'll be objective. They, they, this Go one on. sort of relates to backpacking because I'm using biking to train for the next backpacking trip. So I'm out on a bike ride okay. and I go down kind of into the, you know, like past the, the town zone into the, the country zone. And um, I've been doing this bike ride. It's kind of like a lollipop for years and years and years. And we can I can loop back up through like next to some of these like pseudo ranch houses. It's just this nice right. kind of loop part of the deal. And it's beautiful. And okay. uh, been doing it for years. Like I've you know lived here 15 years and it's been just kind of riding that loop. So, yeah, uh, I think it was like a, not too long ago, maybe a year or two ago, they that community put up a sign that said private road. No. Okay. I don't, I'll be honest. I don't know much about private roads or how they work. And so right. I was just thinking that, that 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 was more like a, like, please don't come down this road. I didn't know that it was like actually paid for by their community. So really myself and other road cyclists continued to ride that road and apparently they get a lot of traffic with motorcycles which obviously make a lot of noise i don't think that you know most of the time when i'm riding up that road i don't see another car so I'm not motorcycles really, wow yeah i'm not i'm not really hurting anything by going and so and i'm i'm, I'm very right. respectful i say i stay to the side of the road i know some cyclists are are horrible and they get in your way I'm how do they guy. but how do they know you don't live around that area or in the private area this is where the confrontation comes into place my friend so okay. here we go so I'm riding up the road. This is like, it's kind of this long descent and then you got to climb back up and I'm climbing back up on this in this private road. So it's probably my fault. I probably shouldn't have been on the road. I should have done more research and figured out what if I was supposed to be there or not. Um, yeah. Whatever. So I'm riding up the road and a car is coming opposite direction. Okay. And so I get way out of the way. Car comes at me. Like the car is now on the wrong side of the road coming what? at me forcing me like not and not like trying to like hit me but just forcing me off the road basically okay because wow. as i turn the car turns so i get off the road and i stop yeah guy stops car facing me gets out of the car wa- walks up to me aggressively he's probably about 10 years older than me so he's yeah. more like your age and so <laughs> <laughs> so he and he is hot he is angry and he's like do you live here like starts just starts yelling right yelling yeah. at me wow. and so i think like not too long ago this would have really just unsettled me because i'm somebody who just prefers peace right. and but i'm just kind of i guess i've gotten to the point where i'm like whatever i'm just gonna talk to this guy and we'll, we'll calm him down and figure it out and so i was like yeah i live like over there and he's like do you live in this community and he starts yelling at me and he's like you are not allowed to be on this road i will call the cops this is trespassing it goes on and on and on and then he refers he points to his holster um on his hip and it didn't have a gun but he's like i normally carry a gun and just you know like i like i would have no problem you know shooting you blah 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 shooting you something oh to that effect like gosh. making i don't know if he said those words but he made a reference to the, to the fact that like like it, it could get violent basically unbelievable okay and so i was like i was just calm the whole time i was like i was like hey i'm sorry if this if if riding my bike on the road is going to upset you to the point to this point then i am happy to turn around and you know i'll go back the way that i came Right, and then like that, I, I think he's used to arguing with the cyclist because it kind of disarmed him a little bit. He's like, "Oh, right. okay," yeah. and then you know, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm like, you know, I just, I just kind of just try to make it peaceful," and uh, was happy to turn around. Strangely, was not bothered by, it, even though he's very aggressive. I just thought to myself, "Wow," I just had so many thoughts, you know, riding home. I was like, "Man, you know, 
That's intense. Living in a society where people can get that angry over their road from somebody who's really not impacting them, I just it just amazes me, I guess. I think it's it's a case of like possibly and I'm assuming here maybe he's taking uh, some of his past experiences with less friendly people and right. you know maybe it came to a boiling point when you're like the fifth person he's seen or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, but but again, it's like, how does he not know? Like, maybe you just moved in there. Like, when did this sign pop up? You said it's pretty new. I mean, it it you know you know how your memory is. Maybe it's been there way longer than I think it has. I've been I've been right. here for fifteen years, but in my mind, it's relatively recent. Okay, I mean that's top. That's a yeah. That's an angry guy in general. I think. I think for most sure. people would see that uh, somebody riding their bike or running on that road and just be like, they're just going to ignore it or drive by. Yeah, I, yeah. I would I'm, say. It, I get it though. I mean, they're like legitimately. There's cyclists that get in your way, like intentionally, because they're like, "We own the road," and they're and people hate that. Sure. So, sure. I totally get it. Um, and I'm not that way when I when I remember. I'm, I'm very respectful. When I get way over, but so I can. So maybe that. And, and he, they might he just lump you in, though. They might just yeah. lump you in with everybody else. Yeah. You know. So so what I did was I you know I I, I emailed the association and I just said, look, I apologize. Like for being on the road, I should have you know known the rules. Like this was my fault. However, I don't know that you want that guy aggressively threatening people that are on the road. So right. I just said you might want to consider putting a gate up. Like it's a it's a pretty wealthy area right there. You yeah. can definitely afford it. Just consider that. So that was kind of my right. end to the story. So you're willing to go somewhere completely different. You're like you're not going back there. I really like it there. <laughs> or are you? I know. So I'm going to say this is a this is a go-to yeah, for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I, will, I mean, angry, I'll be respectful. Angry. So yeah, but but I've yeah. So that's my, my question though, relating it back to you know trying to tie you into this is is how would you have handled it? Would you have done the same thing? Would you have been a little more defiant? What's your response? I mean, okay, I'm going to be honest. I'll be I'm going to be completely honest in this case. Um, I think if somebody that if it was a nice person. I might have, ha- I probably would have handled it like okay. you, for sure. I've been like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, let me turn around and get out of here. Would I have come back? TBD on that. Okay. I don't know. But if somebody approaches me and they're that angry, he, I think what's going through my mind is like, he has no idea if I actually. There's not, yeah, there's and not a is, lot of houses. So I think he probably assumes that you don't. Maybe he knows he everybody. Might, he might or might know enough of. Of people to know how many people are riding the road yeah i mean couldn't i have just said like yeah i'm just visiting my friend from the yeah. neighborhood here i'm more apt to make up something because i want to see if he'll calm down and be like oh uh okay my bad oh. like because he's totally judging me and i think that would annoy me more than well, if you make it, if so you make up would... something I'm, I'm good at stories so i already have a scenario that could actually work where yeah, oh, you, you, just, you just go before you go on the ride. You research if there's any houses for sale in the area, and then you look up the you look up the address, and then you just say, "Yeah, I just out for a bike ride, just kind of checking out the area, considering buying this in this community." So I just thought I'd give it a, you know, give give it a. That's a yeah, great idea then, too. That's a and great then yeah, are, are, is everybody this friendly? <laughs> <laughs> are you the association leader, or is that yeah? Uh, yeah, that's but that's but that's still you know deceptive and misleading. So I don't think I would actually do that. But would I want to do is. that? No. But I think when somebody's that yeah. aggressive, it makes me want to see if they're willing to be just to, to be a little bit more open minded. I guess right. That's it's right. that tempting. So, but yeah, okay. I mean, I don't. Know, I mean, I don't fault you for how you handle it. Sounds like you handle it fine, but. I, I guess I'd be bummed if I was you because if you've been going there for over a decade or whatever, and now you're like, oh yeah, I feel uncomfortable going. And this I don't way. ride. I'm not like a like an avid cyclist. I don't ride a ton, so it's not like this is 
killing me to, to, to right. lose this area. But um, yeah, so okay. So there's that story. And then I have one other story. This is totally random. I can't believe this happened. This okay. is so ridiculous. Here we go. So I had a student years ago. Yeah. Um, this is actually when I was still teaching in California. Right. Reach out to me. Okay. Right. So he was my student in 2006. Wow. So you talk about 15 years ago, the last year that I was teaching in California, and he reaches out to me, he finds me on the YouTube channel or whatever, and uh, he sends me this nice email saying like, hey, you taught me how to use iMovie, and now my my job is you know video production and all, all this and that. So he's saying all wow. these nice things, which is great, okay? Yeah. So, but then he, but he has this like intro paragraph about what he remembers about me, all right? Yeah. So he, I'm going to read part of this email because this is crazy okay. what he says. He says, and this is, you know, 15 years ago, man. Yeah. I remember that you loved the outdoors back in the day. You always had a Nalgene bottle with a little Gatorade mix in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Thank you. Of all the things to remember about me, that's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. It made my day right there. Yeah, how, yeah. That and that's in, that's in class. It's not out on the trail, and I was probably spilling it myself. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, of all the things. That like, is Nalgene. great. Well, use Nalgene. a straw, maybe, you know? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> that <laughs> looks so <laughs> 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 straw in <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like having like a juice glass like one of those short glasses i know right that. oh so ridiculous that's hilarious that he yeah that. And right. wrote so last that. last tidbit i have is uh we recently went on a trip to to capitol reef and so planning putting that together we um we kind of did our recording separate from that and so we haven't we'll get to the review of that trip and kind of how things went we'll get to the story for that here in a couple episodes but that that is coming and uh We'll see. We'll, we'll tell you how it went down. I'm sure we have some good stuff to, to, to tell you about. So That's good. That's all I got, my friend. That was great. You guys, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, B&B. We will see you on the flip. Thanks again, guys. And if you see anybody dribbling Gatorade down their chin, probably Carl with his Nalgene bottle. We'll see you guys next time. So yeah, the guy, I didn't tell Carl this, but the guy on the private road was, uh, was actually his own dad. And he, uh, he didn't, he doesn't, you know, he just doesn't like Carl. And so he just, he just flipped out on him. And then, uh, I was waiting at the beginning of the road. I, I knew he was coming and I talked him down and said, look, look, Mr. Mandarelli, this, that was your son. I don't know if you wear, he has a creepy beard. It's like half shaved, half not, half gray, half not. I get it. Um, and he wept. He wept. He fell down. I gave him an algae bottle. He went back to try to find you, but you were gone. So, um, you know what, Carl? Just, you know, hang on to that algae. I'm going to get you a straw for it and shave that beard. We'll see you next time. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. If you haven't already, download the free Waypoint TV app to listen to our podcast and watch the original films from HuntStand Presents anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Four in the morning. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.